Welcome. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I, you know, I'm really feeling the, the spirit right now. Me too. It's Jen. Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, I'm Jess. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Are you burning the holiday candles at home? I'm burning holiday candles. That's I'm what's getting me in the spirit. Feeling festive. What holiday candle are you burning? Um, Nest, the one that's in the red pack. I think it's like, I don't know if it's birchwood pine or holiday. I think the holiday is I the think red it's one. Holiday. The pe- it's pe- holiday. It's is the green. It's lovely. It's really nice. So I've been burning that. Oh, well, here we are being festive and being fat mascara. I wish we had bells. <gasps> Producer <laughs> Michelle, insert bells here. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Okay, so right. what do you want to talk right, about? We've got, we've got some fun topics. Well, first of all, we're going to talk about how you can give back this holiday season fat mascara style. It's like our favorite thing to do. It, it, I'm very excited. We're going to shout out some of our favorite charities. And um, then we're going to talk about the coolest new hair product that Jen and I have tried in recent history. I am officially obsessed. It's so good. It's so good. It's in both of our showers. And then we're going to talk about Congress's hearing on cosmetics. Lots went on last week. We will discuss. A little recap. Our guest is Dr. Barbara Sturm. Now, Jess was not here when I interviewed. I was so bummed. I know. We were sorry to miss you. Um, I hope I did an okay job without you. She's the founder of her own eponymous skincare line. I believe it's also called Dr. Barbara Star Molecular Cosmetics. And we talk about vampire facials, her cutting-edge treatments, her products, and lots more. She's very buzzy. People are always mean-dropping Lots of celebrity clients she works with, or patients, I should say. Yeah, she's got a lot of celeb fans. It'll be an interesting one, even without Jess. Can't wait to listen. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's whole press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm, 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 sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code MASCARA10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code MASCARA10 for 10% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gems, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. (laughs) 
It's the most giving time of the... I'm the worst singer. Well, I'm so bad, too. We well, you know it's genetic, right? Like, yeah. it's... I took a 23andMe thing, and they were spot on about everything. And they even do things like your characteristics, like, you may, like, put on weight easily. Like, you're, like, a late sleeper, that kind of thing. It was all right. Everything was right. And one thing was, like, you can't carry... Like, can carry a tune. It was, like, no. Jess and I just got interviewed. We were on that spotlight thing and then some other interviews that might be coming out. And we had different answers for like almost every question because we're very complimentary. The one that I noticed we both had the same was like something you wish you could do. Yeah, like like, yeah, like a talent you you wish you had or something. We were both like, uh, it would be nice to sing. I like to I sometimes like picture myself singing and I'm really good. But then in real life when I sing. No. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard you (laughs) sing, but no, it's really bad. It's really bad. I was singing because I'm happy because my favorite time of year is December, not because of gifts and whatever, but yes, because of gifts, but gifts that I get to give. I like get to go through the charities. I look from last year. Oh, charities too, I'm talking about. And who I gave to last year. Mm -hmm. And I have a set amount of money and I like to split it up. And I feel so good when I like click and donate and makes me so happy. It feels great. It feels great. So what we wanted to do is just, we know that you are are giving people. um, We're not forcing you to give anything, but we just wanted to share some things that are important to us and if you've got a few extra shekels, maybe you would consider investigating. Listen, these. you listen to us free all year long. <laughs> How much are we worth? Take that money and give it to your favorite okay. charity, or we wanted to share our favorite charity. So, Jess, yes. why don't you go first? Okay, so I'm going to do there are two charities that are very important to it. And, and listen, just because I like these charities doesn't mean I don't care about other of things. Course. Okay, I know, but one time I had to defend myself and I got really, it was really stupid. From whom? Ugh, I won't, people, I won't name this person. People, this, these this individual. Okay? okay. Two charities. Tell so us. So it's not zero sum. How so do give? I donate a lot of my time and, and some money, but um, almost, I would say for the past couple of years, every other weekend or so with a charity called City Critters. And it's a New York-based charity. And it's about um, really rescuing and rehoming like abandoned cats. If you have any idea how many cats there are that are just Homing? like... Rehoming? Like homing. Finding a home. Oh, finding a home for. Yeah. I didn't know that was a verb. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I just made it up. I like it. <laughs> That's not like City Critters verbiage. <laughs> um, Very professional. There are so... I mean, I'm a big, huge animal lover. It's really heartbreaking when you find out how many animals every year are euthanized, um, neglected. It's it's a tremendous problem. So if you are a little furry friend lover like me, please consider giving to City Critters because I think they do an amazing job and I'm proud to work with them. The other one... We'll post links to these yes, on the yes, blog too. Is City Meals on Wheels. I mean, it's, it's just oh, meals. you're all city. What about the country people? No, no, meals, but meals on I'm Wheels forced, is, is national. I'm but forcing you to defend it. I think I, I, think I add... Well, there's <laughs> like City kidding. Meals on Wheels and then there's Meals on Wheels. Um, meals on Wheels was very important to my family. Um, I don't want to get too personal, but if you are elderly slash sick slash not you know around a lot of people who can come in and help you like you know it's not like your mom lives around the corner or like your daughter or whatever it's an amazing organization because not only do they provide nutritious meals for elderly or like homebound seniors but they also give them the social connection and i think you know without getting too dark but like loneliness and isolation can be just as bad as maybe what else they're going through in their lives it's not just about the food with that it's about it's about a person to person connection and showing that somebody cares so those two are closest to my heart um, have a look see if it strikes a chord with you i would be super happy if you donated that's a good one. All right, the two that I had. Can you tell I don't like people ask? I like I don't like to ask people for things. I'm like I'm not gonna put you know. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that because you're asking for a good cause. And I just kind of want to raise awareness for All these right. two. So we'll raise awareness if you don't give money, charities. fine. You're learning about a new charity. Maybe yeah. you want to volunteer your time at City Critters. Um, I also have an animal charity. First, Leader Dogs for the Blind. Oh yes, I know that you support this one. Keep going. I do. So my, she's basically my aunt, my aunt Debbie. Um, she had a. Uh, an eye disease that she's slowly lost her sight. However, uh, she got, I want to say five years ago, four years ago, a seeing eye dog. Mm -hmm. And I believe this is why I support this one, but I'm still unclear on when I started giving to them, but I always have and I always get their literature. I think it's where she got her dog from. And the money that you donate goes to train the dogs. So those dogs, I mean, just to get the training to become a seeing eye dog is like $50,000 worth of training. There's some documentary about it that I watched. I'll also put a link to that's like the most amazing 
amazing documentary. It was like pick of the litter or something. It was like, which dog will actually make it? Because a lot of the dogs just have to be fostered out and don't become seeing eye dogs. But it takes a lot of money and support to make a seeing eye dog. And it can truly change a person's life for the better. And so such a good one. And the other one is my end-all be-all favorite, which is Planned Parenthood. And coming from a family that was planned and waited for for 10 years. My brother and I are adopted. I don't know if I've ever talked about that on the You've never talked about this. No, it is so important for me to understand that family planning and options and learning about how to make families, mm-hmm. how to care for women's health, like your reproductive rights, it's so important to me. So, um, and I also went to Planned Parenthood when I was a teenager, I think, mm-hmm. for like my first sexual health checkup. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, I don't know how old I was, but They were there for me when I needed them, and I love that they offer options and they offer education, which is so, so important. Educating young women and young men about sexual health and their sexual rights and reproductive rights is so important. It's so crazy that, like, sexual health education is still not a priority. I I think a lot of people then, like me, would get it from a place like Planned Parenthood, whether you don't feel comfortable getting it at home or your school isn't providing it. Who is comfortable getting it from home? Like, let's be honest. Not a lot of people would. Just like, I learned some stuff from, like, you know, visiting a nurse practitioner at Planned Parenthood. My mom and Um, I had, like, a 30-second conversation, and, like, we picked it up, like, 10 years later. (laughs) I I don't think me and my mom still talk about those things. It's it's It's... It's not always comfortable. No, it's but not always comfortable. This organization prides itself on giving women and men so many options, so much education and access to health care that, frankly, you can't always find from family doctors or hospitals in yeah. America. So no, it's great. I love Planned Parenthood. I love Leader Dogs for the Blind, City Critters. And which one did I miss? Meals on Wheels, baby. Meals on Wheels. This product. Okay. I'm so excited. I've been trying to get Jess to let me talk about this for how many weeks now? Like a month. She, I was like, it's out. She's like, it's out, but like it's not in stores yet. I was like, but it's I, on their website. But okay, if it's on their website, then then it's safe to talk about. I just didn't want to tease you guys with this major miracle product. And then you're like, great, I can wait. You, you know, can three buy months. it now. You can buy it. And it would be everywhere in stores more readily, I think, in January. Should we say what it is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. This is. Wait, I want to get the name right. I've got it right here. Okay, you go. L'Oreal Paris, Elviv, or Elvive, I don't know how you say it, eight-second Wonder Water. Wonder Water. Wonder Water. I, listen. Step like, right up. <laughs> we're jaded here at Fat Mascara. We've seen it all. Have we seen it we've all? Seen, we've seen it all. We've like, certainly seen every hair product. And I'm not even that into hair products. <laughs> so so for, let me tell you yeah, what this yeah, product is. Are we going to talk about the, the session that we went to? No, I'm gonna, I was going to give a little bit of the science, but we learned oh, about no, it. No, okay, yeah, they came. So L'Oreal. Well, let's you just, have to tell like the whole story. No, I think that people like it. All right, Okay, all right, let me know if you guys like this. So all right. L'Oreal came to the Hearst Tower and they do these things like big brands will come to the Hearst Tower and we'll sit in like this common conference room and, you know, Jen and I are, we kind of are like the elder statesmen of the- Damn! I don't mean like we're old. I just mean like we've seen it all. Yes. We're not like 22. And we're like, all right, okay, what's going they on? Always got, they've always got a little science experiment with some weird visual cue that they give yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Just like this one because it had M&Ms, I think. <laughs> did it? I don't <laughs> oh, I think it did. Have, it might have had food. Okay. Um, and- I feel like it's a lot of it. It's like a lot of the same. And we're kind of like, okay, like we've got to get back down to work. I thoroughly enjoyed this. We saw real science happening before. All right, let's talk about Lameller, Lamels, Lameller Lamelles. Water. Okay. Of course, this is the L'Oreal proprietary name that you're probably not going to find anywhere if you Google. But basically how it works. They're probably working on it for like 15 years. I mean, that's just my estimate. Yeah, the, Lam- the Lamels. Lamels. So you know what micellar water is, which grabs the little micelles are a little bit of chemistry that grab the dirt and oil and rinse away fine. Mm-hmm. I think that they wanted to sort of give you the same visual and idea because chemistry is complicated. But basically what a lamel is, is a the good stuff that are in hair conditioners, like amino acid and protein, mm-hmm. wrapped in a little negatively charged charged, uh, or sorry, positively charged lamelle so that it will only stick to the damaged area of hair, which are negatively charged. Right. So like if you're using a hair mask or hair conditioner. It's going everywhere. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah, you, you can't, it doesn't pick and choose. It doesn't. And also some of the ingredients in traditional conditioners and things, 
you leave a coating behind. That's how they smooth your hair, mm-hmm. right? You know, maybe yeah. it's some silicone, some We're lovely polyquats, some coconut oil, some other oils. This is literally just driving those two things, amino acids and proteins, that help seal off damage to the areas that are damaged. So you're thinking, okay, so what does it do? Like, how does that even help? Mm-hmm. I was, like, thinking the same thing. It is a clear water, and it looks like water. It doesn't even look like conditioner. You use it in the shower after you shampoo you use about, I want to say it's about an ounce. There's little markings on the bottle. If you have very long or thick hair like I do, like I have to doses. use like two yeah, two doses. So the bottle probably has about, if you have long, thick hair, like four or five doses. Yeah, it's got a pointy little thing. You squirt a couple. Like an Elmer's glue. Like, like an Elmer's glue. Thing. You squirt a little squirt on and you rub it in. Eight seconds. Only eight seconds is all you need. And I did I not grill them on why eight seconds? I did. I forgot. I must have been munching. They said they did shower. They do visuals and show how women wash their hair. And to get it distributed, because it doesn't need time to work. It just needs to be distributed to the whole full lengths of your hair so that it can grab onto the damaged parts. It takes about eight seconds. And P.S., it also warms up. I don't think they added that. I think that's just a bit of the chemistry doing its thing, like the the warming action. Oh, yeah, no, it's not like a fun cosmetic thing. But it's just like, I like it because it's like, ooh, it's working. Yeah. That's super hot. Anyway, eight seconds is like no time. And then you rinse it out. And now I think it works better if you don't put conditioner on top because the thing about this is it's conditioning your hair and sealing damage and making it shiny, but it doesn't weigh your hair oh, down. Yeah, no, I think this is the last step. I, c- I shampooed and conditioned but my hair. But we don't have like curly, kinky hair. That's By the way, true. this is safe on all hair textures from fine, 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 which I think it's great for because it doesn't weigh hair down, to super curly, kinky, textured hair. And we talked about this. I'm going to backpedal a little bit as you know, it's Wonder Water, Add Shine. We were like looking at this as something that came out of the glass hair trend. Yeah. So, you know, it's not going to give you like a sheet of perfect, you know, blown straight Oh, you don't even hair. have to. It does work better if you blow if dry you your blow hair. If you blow your hair out. Like the one of the women that. who yeah. um, wrote the O who came, she's like the scientist for L'Oreal mm-hmm. on Paris on this project. Her hair looked banging. Like I could basically I've done see it both myself ways. in her hair. When you blow dry, you definitely. Yeah. And it's not just because your hair is then straight because you blow dried it. It's just the heat sort of helps it work better. But even if you air dry like I do, like it adds you, it adds just like new shine and luster. I love it, man. I man. like. Didn't, I love it, man. I did not expect to like this. Me neither. And I was like, this doesn't kind of work like real conditioner. The other thing is, I think we're going to be seeing some more of these. I just got another water-like product for the shower from mm-hmm. another hair brand that I have to try before we talk about. And Kerastase, which is also owned by L'Oreal, has an insulon treatment called K Water, mm-hmm. which I believe is um, sort of based on the same technology at a professional level. But did I mention this thing is like what is it nine ninety nine? It's about ten bucks. Yeah. And you get eight doses if you have short hair. I think it's about eight. Or if you have long hair, I've I've used it for the last four weeks. I only used it twice a week. I'm obsessed. It's good stuff. Wonder water. Anyway, you'll be hearing more about lamelles, lameller, lameller water. And you know where you heard it first. I'm just a bill up on Capitol Hill. Oh, was that the Schoolhouse Rock thing? That's right. It's time to talk about government regulation. Oh, my favorite topic. <sighs> okay, so last week some things actually happened in the government, not related to the president, but having to do with cosmetic safety. So for those of you guys who don't know, right now I believe there are two pieces of legislation that have been brought up by representatives that you know how long these things take. They're going to debate on. They're going to look into. One is the cos- – this is in the United States. We know we have lots of listeners not in the United States, but – Still interesting stuff here. Um, The Cosmetic Safety Enhancement Act of 2019. This one um, has been circulating for a while. I forget what date it came out. But basically, the legislators want cosmetic manufacturers to notify the FDA of adverse events. So, like, you know, when they don't even have to yet. No, like, you know, when Chaz Dean, like consumers were worried about his products. So they went to Chaz Dean directly. Mm -hmm. He has no reason to tell the FDA of those complaints. So unless a consumer goes to the FDA directly and says, Let's stop using him as an example, but say they're a using like action this soap and yeah. they're like, dear FDA, the soap gave me a rash. They wouldn't know unless the soap company told them. So that's something that's— Right. That, it's like they're kind of regulating themselves, right, the right, companies. Right. Okay. So, and this bill also, uh, or piece of legislation, would also empower the FDA to conduct safety reviews. So in case people don't know right now, the FDA does not review— Right. Jen and I can make a cosmetic and— I can put it out and sell it out on Etsy or eBay. There's very few banned ingredients in the United States. And anything else we could put in there, maybe we put it in a formulation that causes rashes for 50% of people. 
The FDA would not know unless you came back to us, told us you got a rash, and then we gave that information to the FDA. Right. Which, so this is a bill that wants Which, to, why would we do that? No. <laughs> and then the other piece of legislation is the Safe Cosmetics and Personal Care Products Act. Um, and it would require manufacturers of personal care products sold in the US, U, U.S. to register with the FDA. So think they don't about, have to register. Think about all these skincare lines that have been launching this this year or new beauty lines that pop up out of nowhere. Or someone sends you some little vial that looks like they made it in their kitchen. None of these people are registered with the government. So this other bill, among many other things, wants to do that. And I'm sure this will all be debated, beginning with the legislative hearing on building consumer confidence by empowering FDA to improve cosmetic safety. So everyone got together mm-hmm. for the Committee on Emer- Energy and Commerce to talk about building consumer confidence by empowering the FDA to improve cosmetic safety. Yeah, these are when, like, their representatives from all of your states get up there on a a dais and they start asking questions to the guests. And I believe the guests, they had obviously the FDA chairwoman. Mm -hmm. um, And then there were some other people, uh, including uh, founder of... Greg Renfrew was founder of a beauty beauty counter. This has been, like, her whole thing. And basically, this is the process where they start to pick apart what's really wrong and would these particular bills help with that? Guess who had three hours and 25 minutes to spare on Wednesday of last week? (laughs) So I pulled it. You can do this with most hearings in the, they do like a live stream on the government's website. So I like pull up the live stream when the (laughs) hearing takes place. And I'm like, I don't know how many minutes I thought it was going to be. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I would think like a cool 35. This isn't an impeachment hearing, you know? And so... I'm listening. I'm listening. I just have it going on in the background. People come in and they're like, what are you watching? What are you doing? Because this was some dry stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I caught a glimpse. Um, you did. And so what, it, what? what is your thought on all of this? So I think, you know, you know that I'm quite measured about a lot of brands that are saying this guy is fear mongering. Yeah, yes. fear mongering. And I think you guys know how I feel about that if you listen to the show. But I had, I do have to say it is kind of scary that cosmetics manufacturers don't have to report any like major adverse reactions. I do think that's a little absolutely like and you I know, think the legis- wild west. It was funny because the legislators were asking these questions of the guests of the um witnesses that they obviously knew the answer to, but I don't think their constituents did and I think the whole point was so that you everybody else would know if they listened to fat mascara what is wrong with the cosmetics regulation in this country? So this is a very beginner thing. I did think it was funny that you could totally tell. I, they don't say if they're a Democrat or Republican, but you could just tell by the way they were asking mm-hmm, questions because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Republicans, and rightfully so, a lot of them were worried about like, well, if they have to register everything, what about trade secrets for these cosmetic companies? And they have to say every single ingredient in their proprietary complex and then everybody can knock it off. So there were a lot of points Well, that up. makes good sense. Yeah. Also, one thing that I do get a little funny about is when we say like, you know, the U.S. bans X, you know, I'm just making up a figure, 20,000. It's, it's small. The EU, I sorry, the, the EU has like 20,000 bad, you know, ingredients you can't use, but the U.S. has like five. Right. Well, the U.S. like m- reputable companies, I'm going to repeat that, reputable companies are not kitchen cosmetics, not your new Etsy line. They're not using like those 19,995 other ones. Like, it's kind well, of unspoken. And that's the thing. Right now, cosmetic manufacturers are un- under no legal obligation to, re- to, to register with the FDA or tell them what ingredients they're using. So the big ones that you're talking about, the reputable companies, mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. But you can't be sure that they do. So I think this is why we need some changes because yeah. everybody should have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like um, if you want a food cart in New York. I just like Jen and I can't just like set up a grilled cheese stand like it's a, you know. I can't say that. with I actually don't have any idea how food regulation works in New York City. You need, is that you true? Can, you can't just, oh my God, you can't just set up a food I cart. I hope not. But no. this is the thing about the cosmetics. I think a lot of people out there think you can't just sell a product and not tell yeah. people what's in it and not tell the government when you get complete. You can. You're not legally bound to do so. So I think we need some changes in that way. Can I also, can I have bitch fest for a moment about some other changes we need? Sure. So I have to admit, I did not watch the full entire hearing because it went on for three hours and 25 minutes. You don't have that kind of time in your work day? (laughs) I mean, I really didn't. So after I got a lot of what I wanted to get out of it and see that they were asking the right questions, and it was a really good discussion, I followed up the next day, or maybe it was two days after, and I I wanted to see what news was reported out of. Like, what's the big news coming out of this? 
I saw a lot of misinformation. I I think people, I just think the media is doing a really, really poor job of informing people. And there was even a question from one representative who asked the FDA chairperson, um, she said, well, how does the FDA let people know when there are these adverse events? Or like, how do they get their information Right, practically speaking, you're not going to be like, someone had a problem with like papaya... But also, mask. what regular consumers like? Let me check the FDA's website today. And she, and the person in charge said, "We tweeted out, we put out press releases, we do everything we can to put it in the hands of the media." But not for every single like complaint. when there's like bans or when they have recalls or that kind of sure, thing. like the no, Trader Joe's thing. By the way, when there's complaints, that's when the FDA gets involved and starts testing, and then only if they find that there's a problem can they issue. But only if they fi- only the FDA only if they find out. Like if you and yeah, I have, a and company. they have no empowerment to be finding out. So anyway, let's say something went wrong. Yeah, they decide we can't have like pea protein in skincare anymore, and this product XYZ's pea protein needs to be recalled. This representative was asking like, how would anybody know that? Like you don't check. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't check like the web, like for every product that you buy to make sure exactly. that there hasn't been a recall. So they said the same thing with food, though. Right. But the yeah. way they said that is they tell the media and you assume you're going to hear about it in your news. Right. Well, here's the problem, because when the media does reporting, sometimes they don't do their homework. Can I give you my example? Sure. And then I will end my rant. I need no, to breathe. Fine. OK, so good morning, America. Lovely show. We've both been on it. Love I've, the I've actually there. not been on GMA. I haven't been on GMA oh, okay. I've been on GMA. Okay. <laughs> um, one would think that they are giving us the correct news. And so I saw their, they had a recap um, on their website. I'm not sure if this actually went onto uh, their TV as well. So I'm just going to read this from, from you, for example. It was basically talking about the women that um, were the witnesses and things like that. Then here's the paragraph. Additionally, other risky, quote, I should do that. It's very official. Quote, mm-hmm. additionally, other risky ingredients such as phthalates and parabens were banned from hand soaps by the FDA in 2016 because of their potential to be linked to cancer, impaired reproductive ability, and compromised neurodevelopment in children, according to a 2017 scientific article. I'm not, that was a long sentence, so let me just read this again. Other risky ingredients such as phthalates and parabens were banned from hand soaps by the FDA in 2016. No, they weren't. That's yeah. completely false. In 2016, the FDA did ban certain— Triclosan. You you got it. And a couple other—well, it was a bunch of other, like, bacterial-fighting uh, agents mm-hmm. because we were there was too much—there was bacteria growing resistance to these things. And phenols and a couple other things that were, like, hardly used in hand soaps anymore anyway— Phthalates and parabens are widely used in hand soaps, and they have not been banned in hand soaps by the FDA. Yeah, that definitely Why are they like recording made, this? made me raise a brow. I think people just don't understand. Science? I You'd mean, think the science reporter over the producer at Good Morning America <laughs> would not be just literally misinforming people about what the FDA is doing. That's a governmental agency and a mainstream media. Like, what? A lot of, I, I think a lot of the talk about parabens and phthalates, it's, it's confusing. It's even confusing as an editor. Like, there's, yeah. I think we're so far from where we need to be. Thinking about like food and how confusing, I keep on going back to food, but like we can't even have a consensus on like if you, um, you know, this is like my hot button topic, but like right now, like the meat industry is saying that like meat is like so far superior to like all the meat substitutes out right now. Mm-hmm. There's so much confusion about like yes. impossible burger versus like real meat. Yes. The whole story isn't being expressed. So I'm not surprised like when, you know, I, I'm not someone who's like, you know, saying like, oh, like fake news, the sky is falling. But I think everyone is so like confused, doesn't have the time to do the research or the wherewithal. And this I is our, this give, is the moment we live in right now. I give consumers customers, regular people, a complete pass on that. And I yeah, agree with you. But not the journalists. I do not give my colleagues in media a pass on mi- on reporting misinformation. And then, and then and that I creates fear. And I don't care if you're not, I'm not, I don't know science. Then don't freaking, I almost said fuck. I'm going to say it. Don't fucking be the science reporter. Like, do your homework. I have this feeling the person who wrote that was not a science reporter. And uh, I think it was probably like a, a junior but this is how these myths get started yeah. online with bad information. And I'm sorry, some young reporter somewhere might be like, oh, it's on GMA. That seems like yeah. a good source. And all of a sudden, people think that these ingredients were banned from hand soaps. Right. Meanwhile, this is not what the hearing or is even about. Or they think that like, parabens are completely like, carcinogenic yeah, and, and that they've been banned. You. And, you know, such and such brand uses parabens. We should all boycott them. I am not. This is the world we live in now. It's, I, it's not great. I. I am not here saying that there aren't dangerous ingredients in some of these products and we need regulation. I absolutely believe we do. But they need to separate truth from fiction and nobody is doing a good job from it. And I really hope our government does a better job than GMA. You know who's doing a good job? <laughs> Fat Mascara! Jen Goldstein. Look how 
fired okay. up I am. Am I red I in know. the face? I haven't Oof. seen you this angry in a long time. It's not even the it's because this is my job and I work really hard at it and I will stay late doing homework and I want everybody else to do it too. Yeah, guess what? People aren't like that. Well, that's why you listen to our <laughs> podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I'm done. The more you know. <laughs> Guys, I have to admit it. I like a little bit of luxury, but I don't want to just buy one luxurious item. I want to buy several things. And that's where Quince comes in. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach so I can buy a couple of things. Yeah, you don't like a little bit of luxury. You like a lot of bit of luxury. Okay, it is a lot. I guess you're right, you're right. Load up your cart though. At Quince, it's totally fine. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk. They partner direct with top factories so they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings along to you and us. And me, for example, I mean, how many things have I bought from Quince? My latest acquisition is the European linen sheet set. I wanted to jump on that whole linen sheet trend. I want to just feel like Cleopatra. And they have so many great colors. It's breathable, feels luxurious, but doesn't cost luxury prices. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash fatmascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash fatmascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it a perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's cold press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. know if the invitations have started coming in for you, but we're about to enter what I like to call, what kind of underpinnings should I wear to your wedding season? That's right. We probably all have some cute new dresses for weddings and events coming up this spring, and I'll tell you what needs to go under them. Honey love. I am not about to squeeze my way through another person's wedding in uncomfortable shapewear that rolls up. I got the Honey Love Superpower Short. Full disclosure, I also wore it on New Year's Eve because I had on sequins and I wanted everything to lay smooth. And that's what Honey Love does. The superpower shorts have targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts without squeezing your curves, and you won't have to worry about the waist rolling down thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. The Honey Love Super Power Short also gives your butt a nice lift. The shorts have these built-in boost bands that give everything a subtle, comfortable, let's just say boost. We're not talking unbelievable plastic surgery levels of butt lifting, just a little zhuzh. And as you know, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras. How many times have Jess and I talked about the bras? They also have tanks, leggings, everything you need for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara. Move with confidence thanks to Honeylove. Love. 
Hi, guys. I'm here with Dr. Stur- Dr. Barbara Sturm. Sorry about that. Uh, she's a doctor in Germany and the founder of her own skincare line, Molecular Cosmetics. So you may have heard of her because she gets name dropped quite a bit in Hollywood um, by Bella Hadid, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Angela Bassett, a bunch of beautiful women. And now you're here at Fast Mascara. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, this is so funny that I haven't <laughs> met you before because literally every beauty editor I know is obsessed with you. So I'm so um, happy to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) So hugs from Maya Allen at Mary Claire. And I have to bring up this story because this is the first I heard about you. Um, My old boss, her name's Erin, she came into the office and she she had a Band-Aid on her arm, a bandage, and she said, Oh, yeah, that's because I got blood drawn (laughs) because Dr. Barbara Sturm is making me blood cream. Does that happen? Is that real? That did happen. It's real. So that was a little bit of an introduction. And I want to ask you about that. But before we get into that, let's let's talk about you. So people might assume because you have a skincare line that you're a dermatologist, but you yeah. have a different medical background, right? Actually, yeah, that's Tell me. It's funny because now it really looks like, you know, I'm coming from the beauty space, dermatology, or even some people think I'm a facialist. No, I come from a different background and, you know, I'm definitely not born as a beauty junkie. Yeah. And um, I was like more like a tomboy, but I always was proceeding the medical field. So I studied medicine. I also studied sports. I came, I started in the orthopedics actually. And, oh, okay. and while being in the orthopedics, I was very much involved in science. So I helped pioneer a treatment where you take body on protein. So you take your blood, you process your blood in a certain way and you create healing factors, mainly anti-inflammatory proteins from the blood. And that's what you re-inject into joints and basically stop the ongoing process of aging, so-called osteoarthritis. And this whole anti-inflammatory aging process or anti-inflammatory anti-aging, I translated this knowledge into the skin when I started injecting with Botox and fillers because I'm a very artsy person. I just love to do stuff like paint. And um, so did you do it to yourself the first time? Not the first time. Okay. I learned later how to inject myself and <laughs> I only trust myself to tell you the truth, but I um, I learned on you know, my best friends. <laughs> okay, they're very, they're very helpful. They probably look beautiful. Um, so but that's how it started all. And, you know, that's how I um, created also the blood facial the approach to use the body-owned proteins coming from the blood um, in, in the skin. So I started this whole movement using the blood, the body-owned proteins for your, for your skin. So that's how I kind of slid into the aesthetic field. Mm-hmm. And um, science, aesthetics... Um, led to me wishing also to come up with a cream which actually has more function and actually does help um, the skin quality and help on a deeper molecular level. That's why molecular cosmetics. So before you even started yeah. your skincare line, you were doing these type of injections and facial treatments. Exactly. And did you see, was it that you wanted to give a face face care to people who couldn't get to your clinic in Germany to get those treatments? Exactly. Okay. So that, that's what happened. So I invented this cream um, where, I, where I took the body on proteins. And the reason why I started this cream was that I couldn't find anything for myself on the market. So this is a cream. We're talking about something yeah. without someone's blood. This is just a purely topical cosmetic product. Yeah. But then okay. I added, of course, my blood. So when <laughs> Of I, course. Yes. As one so, does. Exactly. <laughs> so. So when I, when I was on the search for the perfect product for myself, I tried everything. I spent so much money on it and I was so frustrated because I couldn't find anything which even would only hydrate my skin. It was okay. really frustrating. So I said, okay, I come up with my own cream and I hear my own skin and I did. I went to my pharmacist and we um, developed the cream in his lab and from that day, this cream, this base cream together with my anti-inflammatory proteins from from my blood, this basically made everything great with my skin. So I was like, wow, that's amazing. So I was fine with this cream. I gave it to my patients, patients who actually also came from Hollywood to get orthopedic treatments. Now also got the cream and they got the blood treatment with the skin. And So they were getting the cream, but with their own... um, With their own blood. Okay. So it was all very customized. I'm basically the mother of customized skincare. I started this whole thing. Tell me this because I picture blood and it's red and full of lovely (laughs) platelets and things. And then I picture pink cream that looks really gross. Yeah. But what what happens? (laughs) What do you do between taking out someone's 
blood and then in, and mixing it with a moisturizer, basically, or so a, a face cream. We basically, we don't need the red blood cells. We use the white blood cells to produce these healing factors, mm -hmm. which they do when you put them under a certain circumstance in the syringe, which we do. And then we centrifuge the blood, which is like high... Um, spinning, and then um, the the red blood cells they go to the bottom, and the plasma where all our beautiful healing factors are in. That's what we can extract. So we basically separate the red blood cells from the plasma. So the cream is obviously not red or pink um, because <laughs> the plasma is basically a little yellowish. So do people have to then like refrigerate this? So because like a it's very, a live. Thing, yeah, that's a very of. very good question, and. Um, I have to tell you the the cream is the most potent and the best working once it's fresh okay. and it wears down. So obviously um, those um, factors coming from the blood have a better effect when they're fresh. So um, it's good to put it in the fridge if you can. I travel with it. I just but there's preservatives and things to keep it safe regardless of if you refrigerate it. Yeah, but no, I, this cream actually doesn't have preservatives. Oh, okay. So, I'm like, I, I so like, use up your blood cream if you have it. So exactly, <laughs> but it's it's. The blood cream basically only um, I only do in Germany. It's not really so I don't perform the blood cream here. Of course. Um, so it's it's just very hard to get. But we, for those, you know, of my patients who wanted to have my products everywhere and also they were not just happy with one cream. They asked me for more. They asked me, Dr. Stern, which cleanser should I use? Which serum? And since I couldn't recommend anything on the market, I created a line for them. So I basically started to do this for my patients and, and myself. Molecular yeah. Cosmetics, yes. the line. So before we talk about some of the products in the line and um, and that stuff, I did have one more question about mm -hmm. this blood thing. Since you're pioneering in this type of treatment, whether it's for joints or to rejuvenate mm -hmm. the face, there's been a lot of um, talk lately about other types of treatments that use the patient's own blood. Mm -hmm. For example, and I think you might do this in Germany, what people are calling a vampire facial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I started that. I That's what I heard. Yes, that's Did what you I call started. it the vampire no. facial? No, because it's, to me, it, 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 it sounds a little gimmicky. I, I, I like to be scientific. <laughs> okay. So I don't want to... What is it? What is it exactly? So basically, basically what we do, um, and when I started it, I have this treatment where you have a certain syringe and you use the syringe and you create anti-inflammatory proteins, growth factors from the blood, and you re-inject it into the skin. Okay. So um, there's another procedure. It's called PRP. And it uh, basically is a different form of collecting your blood, but it has um, it, it, it creates growth factors mm -hmm. from your blood, which is not that potent like my treatment, but it also helps. And it's um, what people now start or, or what you can get in doctor's offices. So basically, they re-inject the growth factors into the skin, which is nice. So um, people start doing this more and more and more. And so that's different from what you do, right? That's a little different. And yeah. that's more what is PRP what people usually call a vampire facial? Yes. And what's the one you might see on Instagram where like their face actually looks like it has blood on it? Yeah, but that's crazy just because. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, because first of all, I just told you the, the plasma is yellow. It's not red. It's not yeah. red. So whatever they did with people who are red, they make them bleed, which is also not very not very cool because, you know, if you do a really nice vampire facial, patients bleed occasionally, but then it's only when you hit a vein and you you shouldn't really, um, you should try to um, go around that. If you yeah. do it carefully, the patients shouldn't be bruised in black and blue. It should be like really like um, carefully done. And if they bruise and bleed and then you're smeared all over your face and it might look a little scary, but that's not the case. So this picture is quite crazy. And it's not what you're doing. No. Are you worried that like, so people hear about these things and then there's like kooky practitioners that are like, <laughs> oh, maybe I'll just micro needle someone's face and rub their own blood on it. There you go. I'm doing a vampire facial. Are you worried at all? Not because of what you started, because this is obviously a different treatment, but that people see things online and then they just start making up treatments that aren't either beneficial or helpful. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why when I started it, I did this only myself. I didn't share it with anyone. Yeah. And then only way later they started this PRP um, treatment and it was in every doctor's office and then you know you have sometimes negative negativity about it and you know hear about side effects and it's that's why I wanted to keep the control about what I was doing because I could guarantee safety and I could guarantee mm -hmm. everything being done correctly so um, what do you call the facial treatment that you do with a patient's own blood in Germany? You don't call it a vampire no, facial. No, I don't call it. What do you call it? it? It's the MCX. 
you know, MCX. MCX is like molecular cosmetics X. That's the, got it. Proprietary um, yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly. So if someone's going somewhere, yeah. Well, for example, last year I remember I think it was like Arizona. Some kooky spa yeah. was doing like vampire facials yeah. their own way, whatever the hell they were doing. And someone thinks they contracted a bloodborne disease there. I, I looked into yes. it and I was yeah, like, yeah. they're not sure yet if it's from that. To this, whenever you have blood taken, whenever yeah. something is going on, that, you know, or something is done with a needle. I mean, it can happen any in any clinic, in any, you so know, it's your, not, I don't think it has anything to do with a certain treatment, you know. Yeah. Um, so basically do your damn homework before yes. you go letting people <laughs> inject your face. 100%. Um, so other than these treatments that we just talked about, what are you excited about right now? What sorts of treatments are you doing that uh, that are new and exciting? It sounds like you're always inventing things. I'm only inventing, th- I'm always inventing things. I'm like really Wonka coming out with <laughs> um, lots of products. Um, yeah, we have a beautiful um, boutique and spa here in New York mm-hmm. where we perform um, our facials, Dr. Storm facials with our products. Um, we're bringing out some very new inventions. I promise it's more science and it's, uh, you know, these are things which are not on the market yet and um, patented stuff and it's proven. I work with a bunch of um, scientists all over the world, so it's very interesting. Can I ask you, I saw something called the scaddle lift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What is that? I'd never heard that before. So this is the, com- you know, I created a whole... Um, own technique about how to inject into skin and how to lift the skin, how to take care of the skin. It's basically a combination how I use Botox, fillers, um, and the protein from the blood. So it's like a um, whole treatment I invented, which is pe- being performed in my clinic in Germany. So it's only in Germany. What does scaddle mean? Is that a German it's just, word? I made up this name. Oh, okay. It's just like I me was being, like, being, 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 being fun. <laughs> just being kooky. Yeah. Um, I went on your website and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a bad beauty editor because I do not know what the scaddle lift is. But yeah. now you've explained it to me. So it's like micro injections of neurotoxins and fillers. Right. And then, of course, yes. the, um, yes. what do you call the stuff that comes from your own blood? MCX. MCX, got it. The spun up stuff yes. that we already discussed. Um, okay. Can we also talk about, I'm just going to put it out there, Angela Bassett, who, by the way, looks like a vampire herself, a woman doesn't age. You worked with her to develop a whole subline to molecular cosmetics, right? I mean, Angela has the most amazing skin. And when she started using my products, she, she came to me, she's like, Wow, you changed my skin. Say, yeah, really, because you already have like amazing skin. She said, no, honestly, you transformed my skin. That's the first product which really works, you know, like perfectly on my skin. And we were talking and um, this was so interesting. And um, she said, there's really nothing out there which caters to skin of color or any melanocyte rich skin. And I did a lot of research in this area and um, found that as soon as skin has more melanocytes Mm -hmm. in their skin, that the skin is prone to way more inflammation. And the inflammation is not just where maybe comedome is or a pimple, it's all over the place. So when you, for example, you know, scratch or you um, try to extract a pimple, the skin goes gets really inflamed. Mm -hmm. And then what's happening is called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So the biggest reasons for um, people with more melanocytes to go to a dermatologist is number one, acne. Number two is um, hyperpigmentation. So we created a skincare line catered to those specific needs, which is extra anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, but Mm. also um, for evening out the skin tone. So it's not just that because you have extra melanin in your skin, the scar, people call them scars. I know they're not scars, but the marks that pimples leave behind look darker because yes. of melanin, but it's also truly because there's more inflammation. inflammation. It's it's definitely the term post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking a lot about inflammation. Yeah. Uh, to me, inflammation is, the, is really the reason for lots of diseases, health problems um, regarding skin, aging, Redness, irritation, breakout, acne, I mean, everything, hyperpigmentation goes together with inflammation. So we got to get inflammation under control. And that's where my whole orthopedic background is. And that's why actually it's good that I'm not coming from the dermatology because I have a totally different take on what to do with one's skin. And coming from a molecular you know, background and scientific background, I think um, it helps me to have a different a different view. And I think uh, that's why our skincare is also quite, quite different. 
Yeah, I've heard from a lot of my friends who use your line for darker skin tones. Is that the name of it? Yeah. They say it's just different than other creams that are based for dark skin tones. What is it, the ingredient in there that is it, are you using brightening agents or are they more just anti-inflammatory agents or what's like the special sauce? So, yeah, we, we use um, ingredients coming from the nature. Of course, they're synthesized, they're fermented, they're like made in a way that it's um, very, very special and very um, effective. So in this particular line, um, we, of course, use our, um, you know, favorite herb purslane, but also additionally manolia bark, whitewood bark, honocule. So there are a bunch of ingredients. Honocule? Yeah. I've never heard of that one. What is yeah, that? Yeah, they're like, um, it's also from a tree. So these are coming from like areas, you know, where it's also proven to have this effectiveness in, you know, certain areas like, you know, for evening out the skin tone, they're antibacterial, okay. they're anti-inflammatory. So I study a lot of ingredients and try to figure out a way to treat um, skin in a way that it's not aggressive, even so you want to have a brightening or um, evening effect, um, that you don't have to use any aggressive ingredients because aggressive ingredients can actually make your problems worse. And when you say aggressive, are you talking about like acids or manual exfoliants or retinoids? What What's aggressive to you? So yeah, acids, for example, are quite aggressive to the skin because they not only take, take off dead skin cells, they also take off healthy skin cells and disrupt skin barrier functions. Mm -hmm. So if your skin barrier is disrupted and your skin is practically raw, you know, everything coming from outside, like sun, pollution, HEV light from the phones, can penetrate your skin way easily and can cause a lot of damage in the skin, including hyperpigmentation, premature aging, or other uh, problems for your skin. So I don't believe in really disrupting your skin barrier function. And I see the skin not just as a beauty device, but also as an organ, which has certain very important tasks. And I don't think where we all know how to have like this super healthy lifestyle and we try to be so good to our bodies that we sometimes use our skin as a you know, let's bring the clinic home. Let's do all the oh devices gosh, yes. and all uh -huh. the peels at home and do and scrub and do. And it's just like way too much um, damage you cause to your skin. Mm -hmm. And it causes a lot of inflammation. Yeah. And this inflammation is really like um, a silent um, terrorist on our <laughs> skin. Yeah. And I think I think um, we should really try to minimize inflammation. And I think the skin industry is um, slowly understanding more and more the need of going away from this aggressiveness to our skin. That makes me think how a lot of dermatologists who don't come through the background that you mm -hmm. came talk about how inflicting a little bit of damage fires up your skin to mm -hmm. repair itself. So I'm thinking about things like lasers, for mm -hmm. example. Do you try and shy away from that in your practice for the reasons you just talked about? Yeah, I shy away um, definitely also from lasers. Um, you know, it's fine. You disrupt your tissue to um, enhance the um, healing process. But at the same time, you also damage your skin. And while you damage your skin, you let everything aggressive come through your skin barrier functions, uh, to th through your skin barrier. And, you know, also this idea of accelerating the cell turnover. Yeah, you know, we like only, something like a retinoid, for yeah, example. Yeah, but, you, you know... You have to see the, the the cells have a certain number of cell divisions, you know, and then the cell undergoes the natural program cell deaths. And, you know, instead of accelerating this process, you basically, you know, and exhausted, you basically want to uh, make sure the cell really goes through all these 50 cell divisions roundabout. And, you know, what we do, um, I prefer to have like this um, telomerase activator, which keeps cells from um, undergoing this natural program cell death by just um, helping to um, keep the telomeres, the um, chromosomes, the caps of the chromosomes in the length that the cells wouldn't undergo this natural program cell death. But, um, and then natural program cell death, that's like when sometimes there's like marketing copy. Yeah, they talk about yeah. like, oh, we want to speed cell turnover. So in a way, you're saying you don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. I I believe that it's... Um, that it's actually counterproductive um, to do that just because also, you know, you need to understand that, you know, and you know that um, 28 days, um, a cycle of, you know, the cells 
um, going, going through. My skin through. cells yes. will rejuvenate. So if you, if you now take off your healthy skin layers and you have to wait another cycle, 28 days, until you have a functioning, um, you know. So if I, like, peeled off a bunch yes. of good skin, the guys underneath aren't yet ready to be Exactly. The, it's like... Oh. So they're like baby cells, yeah. So, but they look nice, those baby cells. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, I what I find if, you know, someone uses a lot of peels, first of all, the skin becomes very spotty yeah. um, and a dead looking because it's, and it's shiny. It's not glowy. I think there's a difference between it's shiny. Like waxy kind of? Waxy. Yeah. There's a difference between waxy skin and glowy skin. Mm-hmm. Glowy skin is healthy and hydrated, you know, and if you use a lot of those acids, it also dries out your skin. And it, it's so important to get this hydration in your skin and have cells being hydrated and have the skin barrier function totally on the optimum. Yeah. Just because then when the skin is hydrated and healthy and functioning, then it's also beautiful. And it doesn't have, you know, if, if, if you disrupt your cell functions and your skin barrier all the time, it can cause so many problems. It can, you know, even like, you know, irritations, pigmentations, yeah. redness. So, so we're never going to see Dr. Barbara Sturm molecular cosmetics like P50 lotion. Or like some sort of like multiple acid peel. It's just no, not your you MO. You won't see that. Also, it freaking hurt. <laughs> you know, if something hurts, it's a signal from the body. If something hurts, stop it. Because yeah. it's obviously not good for, for you. You know, there are signals of your body which already tell you. And also, if you use this stuff, you get this like red cheeks. Yeah. Redness is a form of inflammation. Yeah. So listen to your body. Look at your skin and discover signs and make those signs also be like alarming to you. Yeah, I'm thinking of like, I've had so many orthopedic surgeries. And when you do the treatments afterwards, I'm thinking like, if my knees when I left therapy looked redder and inflamed and I was in pain, I would not be like, good. that was the worst treatment I just got. But I would get, you know, a cortisone shot or maybe PRP or whatever it is, physical therapy, and I'd feel better. So it's funny that we like for our faces, it's the opposite. We like, yes. if we don't leave burning and stinging in pain, we're but like... But it's not the opposite. It's, yeah. it's, you know what I mean? It's not the opposite. It's the same. We but should we be doing it. But I don't see it this way. We think like... You know, more burning that to, that right. the better it helps. So and, we should think you know, about our faces the way we think about the rest of our body. Like yeah. pain is not a good thing. Yeah, that's you know, a good point. You know, one um, one beauty editor once called me and said, "I left the acid peel on too long, and my whole face is burned." Oh, and I said, "You know, I mean, first of all, we shouldn't do this at home. You shouldn't be able to go to the shelf and pick your your acid peels to take it home and do whatever you want to do with it. And especially, you know, in the store, you know, 16-year-old could come, could come in and get it because they oh, I need to start anti-aging products. Yeah. Anti-age, you know, destroying your skin is not anti-aging. What I call anti-aging is anti-inflammation. What I call anti-aging is maybe telomerase activation, hydration, you know, keeping your cells strong, keeping your cells in mm -hmm. really good shape, keeping your cells alive, you know, and making your, sk your skin a better version of, 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 of your origin skin by doing all these things, you know. So how else do we do it? You look pretty darn good, Dr. Sturm. So tell le me. Except I have fat mascara. <laughs> <laughs> she came in and she was like, she's like, I don't wear mascara. And the day of fat mascara recording, I decided to try some. It didn't go well. No, huh? it's like, it's not, you know, I had like, an event this morning in my store and I put some mascara on and I forgot that I had it on and I rubbed my eyes and I forgot oh shit I had like all this mascara all over my that's eyes. the problem you gotta find the perfect one so, but it fits to the fat mascara I have to say so tell me about some of the other things you do beauty wise to just keep yourself go what was the mascara like you, have you found the perfect <laughs> mascara please share I don't know I have no you know you don't want to know from me what a perfect mascara is I don't know I really skin not makeup is I'm thing. skin I'm okay. all skin and I and I love when skin looks looks amazing and I and I love to wear my skin it's it's something you know I learned from So you don't do like foundation or anything No nothing So what products Not even when I go to an event or something I I oh, yeah. I get my eyes a little nicely shadowed and stuff and I love that I, I I think I always you look better but it's um skin I don't have any you want your it. real skin to yes. show so are there any products from other lines that you're like damn I wish I had made that because it's a good one and I use it I'm like really Wonka I'm coming I'm coming up with all new stuff and you do your own I don't things. look right and left I just 
I just produce and create what I think um, my my customers like and what I like and what uh, my team likes. So. Your whole bathroom is your own stuff. Yes, isn't it so cool? Even it your looks hair. so nice. Well, the, the no, not my hair. <laughs> I don't have a shampoo yet. Although um, I made a kid's Should shampoo for 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 Pepper. So she and who's Pepper? Pepper's my five year old. Hi, Pepper. She's not gonna listen to this at all. Pepper's the funniest little kid. And where does she live? And she knows her product so well. Is she in Dusseldorf? Is that where you live? No, she's in LA right now, but okay. you know, we Pepper lives on the road with me. We're Wait, gypsies. she knows her products? What do you mean? Oh yeah, she explains her products so well. And you know, because she grew up with it and I <laughs> I was running behind her when we were in some hotel room and she would just um, find the little product in the bathroom. I said, stop, don't use that, don't use that. So she knows she only is allowed to use her own products. Okay. And, you know, the products from my range because our anti-aging approach is actually very healing. And, you know, when you have an anti-inflammatory approach, like your five-year-old it's can use it. Kids. It's safe, you know, it's just she can eat it if, if she wants to. It's so safe. you don't even need to do a kid's line because your regular line is like yeah, a but kid's line. Exactly, but, okay. you know, you don't want to overpower power the kids you know but yeah. my coming so she can use everything but you know you can keep it like super simple for kids and you know you start like you know with like protection and soothing and all she hasn't and, had an mcx facial no <laughs> i'm kidding of course not um what about fragrance or anything i just like to ask people about their other beauty favorites you know yeah it's very weird you know i became like this um, it became like so non-fragrance using either, but I, I like some by Rito fragrances. I really do like the Balda Freak. I like, Balda Freak is I like one. this one. I think Anin Bing makes this rose roll fragrance. Which is oh, amazing. Yeah, just I love that. Launch, uh, I love oil. this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's they like, look good with your packaging because I could see you yeah. in Byredo kind of like. Yeah, it's it, it looks similar. Yeah, it would yeah. look nice in the bathroom. White and black. This this looks nice. Um, okay, this is <laughs> wrapping up, but I need to know, what should I have asked you that I didn't ask you? Is there anything? Maybe a little bit about anti-inflammatory lifestyle because well, I think. I had, yes, yes, tell me. You, you did ask me. I didn't answer you. but Well, we got off on Pepper and her whole I thing. Know, so. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, what it's so important. Do? It's so important. It's not just only about you know, skincare products and not to use certain products, but also about how we live. And um, there are some, you know, um, of my, my my patients who are having like, you know, crazy life because they're maybe um, big singers or whatever, and they travel and they're on the road and whatever. But, um, you know, what's really important is that you get a good night's sleep, that you really take the time to get your rejuvenation, which is during the night. And I try to go to bed um, rather early if I can. Um, that you have like an anti-inflammatory diet. Um, that you um, try to eliminate stress or try to, you know, have like happy stress or that you love what you do. So that we, in our lifestyle, really incorporate a little bit more um, the needs, you know, to control the inflammation in our body, which we all have. And it's like really um, nice if we can, you know, work against it a little bit. And last question, how do you control the stress? I always like to hear what other people do to do stress. <laughs> you got to practice what you preach. I know, I know, I know, I know. I tell you how I do it. And it's, it's tell me, how it's do you not chill often, out? you know, and I'm running now. Meanwhile, I'm not just a doctor, I'm running a big business. And I have like, lots of stuff in my head all the time. But I try to not take everything super seriously. I try to keep the fun of it. We try to love, we try to, if there's a problem, I always say like, there are, you know, no problems, just solutions. And I try to not take it too seriously. And I try to do one check mark after the other and try to not get stressed. And since I love so much what I'm doing, it's also like kind of like a positiveness behind it Good so <laughs> I, I i i try to think that you know my stress is not causing inflammation i got it i got it all right we could all take a little bit more of that thank you so much i'm sorry about your mascara experiment that went wrong today but i'm so glad that you could stop here on the and she's on the way to the airport guys and she's like okay get me in and out because i gotta go where are you off to next um i'm on my way to los angeles now okay well safe travels and thank, thank you so you. much thank you for having me <laughs> So how was my interview with Dr. Barbara? It was good. I would I would say it's solid. Thank you. You ready to raise the wands? <laughs> Do you want a letter grade, a number grade? A plus. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> like, okay. 
I'm raising a wand to a product that if you listen to Fat Mascara, I'm sure you're familiar with this brand. You may have feelings. You may be excited about it. I'm talking about Tatcha. I'm talking about Tatcha. Let's talk I, about it. I, You know, the Tatcha product that I've always been crazy about is like the melting eye cream or the silk canvas. I went back to one of the core products. You did? Just the dewy skin cream. Oh, we, that's like a classic. It's a classic Tatcha. What There's, made you pick that up again? I had it. You're going to laugh. I had it on my dresser because it was so beautiful. I just love the lilac color. And I wasn't really using it. Sorry, Vicky. I wasn't really using it. (laughs) I was just kind of admiring it because just looking at the color and the shape made me happy. And then I opened it up. I was like, I guess I'll try this. (laughs) And why do we need it? I noticed that it really... deeply moisturizes, and it actually does give your skin a dewy look. I put quite a bit on. And <laughs> the Jess Matlin story. Yeah. <laughs> just just pot it. Okay, you want an ounce? I'll put five. <laughs> <laughs> I just put my little bear paw in there uh-huh. and put it all over my face. And, you know, my skin gets very dry in the winter. I live in an old, like, pre-war building where I swear to God, like, it's like 100%, 0% humidity. And the next morning, my skin was really glowy and nice. And I've just been using this pretty consistently the past couple of weeks, and I like it. You're glowy, and it's working Thank you. you. Um, oh, yeah. Somebody did tell me I had nice skin about a few minutes ago. Well, they weren't lying. Oh, Are you ready thanks. for this? The cutest product you've ever seen in your entire life. What is that? It's ba- It's Grow2, the Australian company. Um, it's a, I'll get into it. Bad Dream Buster. Oh, that's okay. cute. You, it's okay. I'm going to okay. spray a little oh, yeah, bit. I'm going to close my eyes. Get in there. Get in there. You need it right now. Just get in there. Oh, that, oh, that's very nice. It's a room spray. Okay. I'm going to put, I'd put that on the plane. This is actually a kid's brand, Grow2, um, and they call this product Bad Dream Buster. People, it's a lavender pillow spray, but wait until you see the little bottle that it's in. It's like this, Cute. it's this thing. So the woman who started the company, she's an, she used to be a beauty editor, actually. She's Australian. She has go-to skincare for adults, and she has the Grow2 line for kids. Um, she was like, I... She tricked her kid, not tricked. She got the kid to feel better about going to sleep. You know, little kids get scared and nightmares and whatever. She turned her lavender pillow spray into the quote unquote bad dream busting That's spray. That's really cute. So, okay, if I spray this all over your bed, you're not going to have any bad dreams. No nightmares will come. And like, that's something kids respond to. So she put a all natural lavender essential oil pillow spray in the cutest little bottle you've That's ever a nice seen. Gift. And so if there's any kids in your life, you sit this on the side of the bed and the little face looks all happy and just spray their pillow in bed before bed and say, and nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah, it's to like you a little critter face. It's like a little critter face. And it's bad dream buster. And I will be frank, I use it on my own bed just because it's a delicious lavender pillow spray. And I, I would love that. say she's a marketing genius. <laughs> she kind of is. Um, so that's Grow 2 Bad Dream Buster. I think it's 15 bucks, um, but it's all it's uh, it's all natural and vegan and all that good stuff. Leaping Bunny certified, too. I would say it's like, that's a good stocking stuffer. Oh, sorry. Not Leaping Bunny. Not tested on animals. That's not the official Leaping Bunny. Okay. It's fine. Great stocking stuffer. It's so awesome. cute. I, nice wish we were, I wish we had video right now so you could see it. It's really cute. Meep. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off.